What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest, or you love Ernest, same guy, different name, back again with another episode of the My Two Cents Podcast. And <clears throat> I just thought this episode um, would be very fitting for this week, uh, seeing as I'm recording this the day after the passing of DMX. Rest in peace. Um you know, I, I felt, I wouldn't have felt right if I didn't do an episode talking about what he meant to me and just to discuss this topic here of why do we mourn um, a music artist's death. Um, when I say this, when I say music artist, I'm not speaking just about music artists. Um, this can be applied to all celebrities, actors, um, maybe people who are just well-known individuals in general. But since we're talking about uh, a hip-hop legend and a hip-hop artist, a music artist in general, <clears throat> and this is a music podcast in its truest sense, um, I decide uh, to just focus on that aspect of it but again this connect can this this idea or what I'm going to say in this episode um can be applied to other type of artists or just well-known individuals um whether famous or not and I, I just wanted to give my thoughts on just just the idea of it I see a lot of people whenever somebody dies and this was no different with the Mets. um but especially when music artists die people always you have people who question the love um that people are giving to said individual you have people who are claiming that it is it, it isn't real or they're claiming if that individual even deserves as much love and praise that that person is getting are they really a legend you know um, so i'm gonna discuss all of that and pretty much why we mourn music artists um, but before i get into that i'm going to tell you all what dmx meant to me so growing up listening to rap hip-hop you know um he was definitely one of the artists that I heard all the time on the radio. There was not a day that went by where when I was listening to the radio um, that I did not hear DMX's voice. Uh, he's someone that I grew up, literally grew up listening to since I was a child. And, you know, this that's some... that. that him and just others I listened to um, and just that I paid attention to ever since then, that's not something that can be easily escaped, um, especially if these are individuals that you grew up loving and idolizing the more you got older or, again, they're just a part of your childhood. And I feel as though if you're someone who, if DMX wasn't a part of your childhood, or for anybody for that matter, wasn't a part of your childhood, or wasn't a part of uh, uh, very important moments of your life, um, especially during your formative years, 
then you you just don't understand. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing that you that that you just don't understand, but it's bad when you try to question everybody who can understand. And you try to make it seem as though there's something wrong with us or we're lying because you don't get it. No, not everything is meant for you to understand. And you're not going to get everything. Just like there might be something that I don't understand or someone that you tend to idolize or whatever. And I might not understand it. And that's okay. But it's not okay if I were to invalidate how you feel invalidate that individual because I don't understand. I don't have a connection with said individual. But let me continue on staying on topic and and I'll detail more of my thoughts on that when, when the time comes. In this episode, of course. But like I said, I grew up listening to DMX. He was one of the many rap voices uh, but many voices in hip-hop that I listened to, that I grew up listening to. Um, and oddly, he was somebody that my mom in particular, but both my parents, I believe, but my mom in particular, um, no matter what he was saying, no matter the type of music he was making, oddly, they, her especially, they still allowed us to, well, they allowed us to listen to everything, but it was like DMX was, there was something special about him that was, okay, he's using vulgar language and he's talking about these uh, adult content things, but he's actually saying something meaningful within the music. And you know what? I'm going to continue letting my sons listen to this music or I'm not going to, you know, make a fuss if I catch them listening to this music or muttering some of the lyrics. Now, we bleeped ourselves out, of course, when the curses came because she still didn't want us cursing. But she didn't, uh, trust me, if she were to cut, cut, when she caught us rapping some other lyrics and stuff, we got, we got, (laughs) we got flack for it. Let me put it that way. We got flack for it. But DMX was, there was something different about DMX, and I used to not never get it. I used to think to myself, well, DMX curses, DMX talks about this, that, and the third. How come we can rap about his, we can rap his lines out loud and not have to wait till you're out of the house to wild out to DMX and stuff? But with these other artists, we can't. It wasn't until I got older, and obviously. Um, and I mean older, like in teen years and stuff. And as an adult, I, when I started to actually value lyrics and listen to all those classic DMX albums again and, and listen to what he was saying, it was like, I get it. I get it. I get why he is, you know. And, and my mom, and she used to explain this to us at times. Um, but we were kids and we, we didn't, again, we weren't listening. We weren't. We we weren't. We we liked how it made us feel. Um, you know, especially for me, I I'm saying we. I can't really necessarily speak for my brothers. They'll they'll have their reasonings if they do or whatever. But I personally, I loved how it made me feel. Um, I was a little punk shy kid. Um, and DMX 
made me uh he 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 made me feel empowered um there was a line he said one of the lines that um one of my favorite lines growing up uh was he he, he when he said i don't bark too much um damn how am i forgetting this line uh it's a it's pretty much goes on the lines of him not necessarily being someone who was uh, who doesn't really do much talking, but that does not mean that he's weak or anything. Um, because growing up again, shy kid, didn't necessarily do much talking. And a lot of people picked on me for that. A lot of people tried to excuse picking on me because, well, he doesn't talk or he doesn't say anything. He doesn't X, Y, and Z. And then uh, it was, oh, he's he's not saying anything when we mess with him, so... That means he, it's not phasing him. It's not, even though it was visibly upsetting me and stuff, but, oh, he's not saying anything. Therefore, we're going to continue teasing him. We're going to continue doing these things because he's not saying anything, right? Um, and a lot of kids, I saw, a lot of kids go went through that, um, that I've seen. A lot of the other quieter kids got picked on and stuff and that same mentality of we're going to continue picking on them because they're not necessarily going to bark back right uh but then when i started to bark back people could probably say dms had a negative influence on me because i decided not only to fight back with words but physically as well um i attribute again some of that to to dms you know some of it was just me simply just being tired of being picked on and stuff. Um, but I attribute the 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 empowerment aspect to it to once again DMX, um, making me feel empowered to not let anybody disrespect me. Um, that was a big thing with DMX as well. He was all about respect, self respect, and getting respect and giving respect. And that was, uh, again, that's a big thing about him. And that was something that one of the first lessons I've ever learned from DMX. I know a lot of people can look at him and say things like, you can learn some how not to do this, not to do that. Um, but then y'all don't want to have that same mindset when it comes to white artists or white individuals in general. But let me stick on to <clears throat> what I learned from DMX, not what others right or what others say they can one can learn from him like i said respect was a big thing for me um because again i just as a child um adolescent years let me put it that way i just felt like i wasn't getting respect at all um i surely wasn't respecting myself but i wasn't getting respect um anywhere and it just that boy didn't boiled into uh, uh angrier uh me and then over time as i got older that anger became it it, it manifested in other ways you know it, it manifested in ways where it was self-destructive it was it manifested in ways that was destructive to others um but no way, shape, and form am I blaming DMX for my actions. I remember at 17 years old, 
I'm again in teenage years. This when I was fighting back with both words in my hands and with weapons as well. I was getting to a lot of shit in my teen years. 17 was the last time I've ever gotten into some serious trouble with the law. And um, I I'd heard the song Slipping from DMX prior to that. And again, it was a dope song to me, just like all his other songs. Uh, but it didn't necessarily hit me until I found myself just sitting in a jail cell. Um, cold as hell. Sitting there contemplating what landed me in that in that position, and then thinking about all the other wild shit I did as a teen. Um, so there's some of the shit that I got away with, I've, you know that when I was at that moment at 17 years old was actually the second time I got caught doing some shit. I'm not gonna detail everything. I'm not gonna detail much, but. You know, that was my second time, but it was, I didn't want to make it a third strike type thing. Uh, all the other times, got away with stuff. Never thought about doing that shit ever again, right? And then 17, whatever I did uh, to to get myself uh, locked up. Um, because he mentioned in his song that he was 17 and he got some shit too. So I really, really, for some reason... Um, you know, I, I for some reason, it's, it's just that song came into my head as I'm sitting in that cold jail cell. The bed was made out of, I kid y'all not, the, the bed, in quotation marks, was made out of clay. It sounds like some horrible type shit it was. It, so I wasn't laying in it. I was literally just sitting on the edge of the bed till... My butt and my lower body got numb to the point where I couldn't even feel my legs. When it was time for me to walk about the cell, I, it's just, it, it was an odd feeling of, I don't even know how to fucking walk. That's how numb my legs are. 17 years old. It's not like I'm seven months years old and walking for the first time. Or however old pe babies are when they walk for the first time. But... 17 years old, and I'm like, I don't even, I, yeah, I want to get the hell out of this cell, out of this jail in general, but I don't even know how to walk. My legs are so damn numb. My whole lower body is so damn numb. I don't even know how to walk. Um, but he was, he was a man of character. He was a man of respect. He was a flawed individual, just like many of us. And if it wasn't, again, if it wasn't for DMX and others out there, I'd be someone that would be afraid to not only own my flaws, but to use them as motivation to motivate others to do better and use them as motivation for me to do better. So, all of these things, and, and, and wrapped in one human being, I don't, I don't care what you might say, but flawed individuals are, are loved. And there's a reason why people gravitate toward people who are, who aren't afraid to <clears throat> show their flaws and to to own their flaws, um, because those are real people. 
Real people are flawed. Real people do not put on this act of perfection. Real people do not put on, you know, this 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 idea that they can never do wrong. They can never suffer losses. Uh, they cannot feel. And that's another thing about that. I, I can honestly say that I still have some learning to do. But on the side of vulnerability, vulnerability. I got to learn how to say that word first before I can even express it, I guess. But he was, DMS was very, very, very vulnerable in his music and outside of his music as well. And I tend to be that when the time calls for it in whatever I do. Um, But it's not to the fullest of extent that I probably believe that I should be. And again, that is something that I'm still learning. Um, and I damn sure am still learning it from DMX, although he is no longer with us. So I'm not going to sit here and, like I said, act like, although I never, at least I feel as though I've never given that, get, given that impression that I was the perfect being or whatever, um... You know, I I make errors. I make errors when I do these, uh, uh, when I do reviews and shit, right? I make errors in life in general. Um, The one true perfect thing that I, uh, or the last two things that I I would say that I learned from DMX that I would really cherish for life. Um, One, staying fearless in the face of trouble or adversity. I remember, and this is not me trying to make myself sound like some fucking hard ass or whatever. But, again, calling back to the last time I got into some serious trouble with the law at 17, right? I'll be 30 in August, by the way. So, for those who are probably being like, oh, it's only been a couple years. It's been over 10 years. And I maintain to keep it longer than that. Uh, You know, or at least that's the point. (laughs) That's the point. Not getting to some pointless uh stupid ass trouble like it was when i was 17 um but again in that moment i found myself like oh shit like this is this is this isn't compared to the time i got in trouble at 15 you know the first time i was in trouble with the law you know i'm like this isn't compared to you know that this is some serious shit and you are going to do some serious time. But I found myself not saying that I wasn't scared because I was scared, but I found myself not showing any type of, um, I guess, not showing that I was scared. It was me just accepting my that moment. Maybe one could say accepting your fate, but accepting what that moment was. Um, I was scared. I was angry. I was, you know, a whole bunch of other things. But again, it's just that moment there was just, I don't think I would have been that that way. Had I not been guided by DMX and others as well to to 
to I guess have a, a trust and faith in in God and faith in just the universe in general to say, you know what, this might not be a moment that you want to happen right now, but you're experiencing this for a reason. And like I said, I feel as though that moment at 17 was the last straw for a reason. It was, okay, I really got to get my shit together when it comes to just what type of individual do I want to be in life? Um, and how would I express myself, um, my anger and my, my insecurities, my whatever in ways that it's not literally destroying either property, hurting other people or hurting myself or getting myself in situations to where I can be hurt. So. By the way, I have no control over whose alarm. Well, I guess I do. But I was going to say I had no control over whose alarm that was out there playing because it's not mine. <clears throat> but that's me. Other than the dope ass music, which you didn't hear me spending too much time on because, I mean, do I really have to say DMX is one of the just greatest music artist of all time and this isn't some oh because he's dead praise no you've heard me talk about Nipsey Hussle and how I didn't necessarily I wasn't really the biggest fan of the music I was a fan but not the biggest fan of the music but how he was and his impact how that really um how that really gravitated toward me. Mac Miller was just a very peaceful, loving individual. Again, someone who uh, sonically I wasn't the biggest fan of. So I don't know how the other music reviewers you might listen to operate, but this guy does not just call people great simply because they passed on. So if I'm calling somebody great, whether they are dead or alive, I really mean it. And I really mean that DMX is one of the greatest music artists, just performers and just entertainers in that field, the field of music creation of all time. I didn't say he was the greatest. I said he is one of the greatest. I don't even think that we should pinpoint just simply one I think all of them should be celebrated in the same playing field or the same cat uh, number or whatever you want to put them but that's probably for discussions for a future episode but yeah his music is great obviously it's going to be music that I I miss as far as if he was working on something new, I've heard over many years that he's been working on a new project. It's something that I've been secretly anticipating, but I didn't necessarily think was going to be the case. But I wasn't. I wanted him to be happy, most of all. Um. And y'all have heard me say this about other music artists in general. I want them to be happy more so than to be productive in a sense of making music. And that's another reason why I feel as though you have those individuals who will say things like, 
oh, are they really a legend or are they uh, how, how why are you being so emotional over this this person's death they just they didn't do any they weren't a doctor they weren't saving lives you don't have to be a doctor out here to be out here saving lives that's number one dmx was saving lives like many other music artists dmx was saving lives he saved my life that type of introspection like i said the other rappers I was listening to at the time, and again, music does have an influence on how we act and move and everything. Um, and but I don't, still don't want to blame these artists for my actions, good or bad. Because at the end of the day, I have siblings who listen to the same music and did not do the shit I was doing. So clearly, you know, there's. A sense of, and that's the case with others as as well. So there's clearly a sense of, of of poor decision making um, when it came to what I was doing, right? Um, but I'm saying that just to say the other artists, um, they wouldn't have done, they wouldn't have saved me like the way that DMS did. You know, yeah, you've had your Nazis, you had your commons, you had your others who uh, really were 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 artists who actually, uh, and then your Tupac's, of course, artists who actually was 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 I guess good for me to listen to, if you want to put it in that terms, but DMX saved me. He saved the younger me from, I was a suicidal kid as well. Suicidal teen, but suicidal kid as well. Listening to him once again, I'd be someone who, even if all it took was listening to him to find out that there is somebody out there who is saying it's okay to fight back. It's okay to have some self-respect within yourself. It's okay to... To scream and yell and get angry and and not take the shit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what what why you wouldn't consider that person a hero, but that's a that's heroism to me. And damn, that saved my life. I wouldn't be here making these album reviews. I wouldn't be here talking right now. Probably not if it wasn't for artists like him. And there was others as well, but DMX especially, um, for validating my emotions, validating me when I felt disrespected and invalidated as a child, as a teenager. So I thank him for that. I love him for that. I'll always hold those uh hold hold those lessons. Um Yeah man, how how dare anybody try to make it seem as though this man is not this man fucking Good thing we we not on camera right now cuz I'm about to just I'm tearing up over here to be honest with you, but 
yeah, this man saved my life. And again, it's deeper than just great music. Yes, if you want a fucking music review, a short one, DMX made some great music. 10 out of 10. There goes your damn review. And that's not sarcasm. DMX made some really, really great music. You know? But it goes farther than just the music sounding great, being great, but what was being said and who he was in general. But I probably beat that up, that point in, uh, you know, I've already said that, basically. So I want to get into the critics, really. I was going there anyways, so I might as well. Um, Those who are gonna say he was just another artist I'm not gonna give y'all too much too much too much time but it just it just goes to show those are the individuals who tend to just look at these music artists as nothing but servants to their entertainment and 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 that's it oh he's just a music artist oh she's just a music artist I'll just Listen to someone else when this person dies. Instead of looking at them and seeing them as one a person into for more than just what that person provides. Now whether you just look at me as some podcaster or if you check out uh, what I do for my reading and you're just looking at me as a writer. I'm much more than that. And all the other people that you go to for entertainment are much more than what they provide to you, uh, whatever art they provide to you as a form of entertainment. Simply because you don't understand that, once again, does not mean that it is wrong when other people do understand that. Simply because you don't see that doesn't mean that it is wrong because other people can see that. Maybe this is one of those situations where you're in the wrong. Or maybe, I don't want to say it's one of those situations where you're in the wrong, but it could be because there are situations like that. But it could be a situation where you don't understand. And instead of being someone who can say, Okay, I don't understand the allure of this person. I don't understand the allure of whatever. But these people clearly do. So I'm going to shut up and let them enjoy this moment. I'm going to shut up and let them speak. Instead of doing that, you still have, you feel the need to insert yourself in conversations that ain't got shit to do with you. But when others do that with you, it's a problem. You know, I'm not going to say the dude's name because I don't remember his his dweeb ass name. But he was pretty much like, oh, I, I see a lot of people saying this DMX guy or DMX was a legend and this, that, and the third. And then he goes on to say, he said this on Twitter, he goes on to say, um, people are understandably upset at me, but you know, blase, blase, some other crap. Those are the individuals that know exactly what they're doing. That's why I didn't respond to him as hard as it was to be honest with you not to respond to his bitch ass um i didn't 
because I knew what he was doing. He got the attention he wanted. He muted the tweet. He made it clear that he muted the tweet so people can, and people kept responding to it knowing, well, they probably didn't know he muted the tweet. They saw the initial tweet and then afterwards he said he muted it, but he got his response and he's, he got what he wanted from that. And those are the individuals that I'm not going to respond to or pay more attention to. In fact, this is the only comment I'm going to make about it. What I just said. And then, of course, you had comments like the games, which... <clears throat> Let me take a sip of water real quick. <sighs> Jesus Christ. All right, so... Like I said, you had pro you had comments like the games comments that were just utterly ridiculous and attention seeking, but that's who he is. He's a cornball. That's that. Don't ever ask me to review a game project unless you are gonna pay for it. I'm damn sure not gonna pay to listen to him. He's on the no listen list. Just like how I had Kanye on that list. The game's also on that list. I told y'all there's a list of rappers. that I call it the Kanye list. There's a list of artists that, I'm no, that I just refuse to spend money. And people can say you could pirate it. But then if I do music reviews off of pirated music, y'all just gonna make a complaint and say, well, you didn't even buy the music and stuff. So you, you can't even know. Plus, I don't want to waste my time pirating... Uh, those artists in general. If I said I'm not going to listen to it, that doesn't mean I'm not going to listen to it for free. That doesn't mean I'm not going to just buy the music. It means I'm not going to listen to it, period. So yeah, Game's been on that list for a while now. Um, so yeah, no surprise there, but yeah, fuck him too. I don't want to make this thing super negative or whatever, but to get into the last point as to why we mourn music artists, it's simple. These are people who, through their music, have touched our lives in either one way or more than one way. And even if it is just one way, the simple fact that there is a stranger, someone that you've never met in your life, whether they are from the same place as you, or even if you do, that's a connection right there, just alone. Growing up in the same neighborhood as somebody. Yeah, it might be a different time, a different era, but simple, simply just growing up in the same state, city, neighborhood as somebody. These are connections that people tend to hold to a high value. And yes, I'm included in one of those people. You know, but as I was saying before, the the mere fact that you have strangers that can save your life, that are speaking for you or speaking to you through their music. And again, this, this same idea could be applied to any well-known individual, but I'm speaking about music artists specifically here, but you can apply that to anybody, even if you yourself don't necessarily have a connection like that with a music artist, 
you probably have that connection with, you know, an actor or some activist or an author, maybe, or someone else, you know? Same idea could be applied. But the same idea that is this individual is a stranger. No connection, no real personal connection to you. But the connection that you have with them or they have with you is still strong enough to affect you emotionally and affect you in ways that you probably don't even have that that strong of a connection with some of the people you know personally. And that's simply it. That's simply why we we mourn past music artists. We have a connection. And as I stated at the beginning of this episode, as I stated a couple moments ago, simply because you don't understand said connection, simply because you don't have said connection, does not mean that it is okay for you to invalidate those who do have the connection or to invalidate the connection at all. Now, this is my last time saying something like that because at this point in time, um, and I know not everybody listens to this damn podcast, but this is a message that I've shared many times before. So at this point in time, though, if people still don't understand, and I'm not the only one who shared this message, but at this point in time, if you still refuse to understand I think a lot of it is just people telling on themselves and, 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 and displaying the type of individual they are. As I mentioned before, they might be the individual that see these music artists as nothing but servants to their entertainment. And you dance when I say dance. You, you, uh, you sing this song when I say sing this song. You do this. You drop albums when I say drop albums. You, you do songs with this artist, and when I say you do it, and you better do it. You make a song about this, and you better make songs about this. You better not make songs about this, and, you, and when I say you better not make songs about this. You better not have these topics in your songs. You better not dress this way. You better dress this way. You better have these same point of views as me on this on certain subjects. All this other crap that does not matter to these peons and I mean peons in the sense that these people who are just people and they have they're they're not hot they're not in any way shape or form higher than these individuals these these musicians and I'm not saying the musicians are higher than them because essentially that'd be me saying that the artists that I listen to are higher than me no What I am saying is this whole complex, this whole God complex you have because you bought this person's album where it's like, okay, if that artist is not an independent artist, they did not receive all $10 of that purchase you made of the album. So calm down. And even if you did, that still gives, and even if they did, 
that still gives you no right to act as if though I'm paying your bills. I'm feeding your children. I'm paying your light bills. I'm really your measly little $10 is paying the light bills of Kendrick Lamar, Drake, Young Thug, Lil Wayne, whoever, right? Stop it. Anyways, I don't want to make it too long. Um, and I also, like I said, don't want to make this a super negative episode. But I had to get my thoughts out on all that stuff. Um, and I had to answer the question of why do we mourn past music artists? That's that. Satisfied with what I did here. Um, DMX, like I said... Hopefully you, hopefully you get this message. Hopefully you know that you are not only just loved by me, because I'm just one individual, but you are loved by many worldwide for who you are and what you did and how you inspired, as I saw someone put yesterday, well, or let me let me give it straight. Uh, give them credit. Robert Griffin III, RG three. You inspired the dog in all of us, and that's exactly what I was alluding to when I said he made me feel like it was okay to fight back. It was okay to bark back. Um, it was okay to get angry and 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 express that and to defend myself to have self-respect for myself that respect did not mean not teasing and not not you know causing any trouble for anybody else but allowing them to to do shit to me and not not saying anything back you know So, once again, I thank you for your service here. And most importantly, I'm glad you're at peace. I'm glad you're at peace now. I, I truly believe he is at peace now. And, yeah, it's tough not having a God like him here on, on, on this earth. His lessons will forever remain for me, and I'm pretty sure that's the case for others. So, it's been another episode of the My Two Cents Podcast with your host, Ernest. You love Ernest, same guy, different name. Appreciate you if you listen to the entire episode. Really do. Um, if you want to share your thoughts about DMX, please feel free to do so. Um... I would love to hear your thoughts. I'd love to hear your thoughts about what I said as well. If you are not subscribed to the podcast, please do. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, share this episode out as well, especially to individuals who don't necessarily get the connection. And maybe when you tell them your connection with DMS, they just play it off as, okay, that's a you thing. Maybe they need to hear somebody else, someone they don't know. 
detail what DMX, why DMX is so loved and important to them. Maybe they'll get it, but even if they don't get it, that's on them. Do not let them invalidate your feelings, your connections. If this is goes for DMX, this goes for any other music artist out there. You know? Dead or alive. Your connection with them is your connection to be had. And it's there for a reason, so do not deny it. Support the episode in ways by, like I said, subscribing, sharing. Um, if you want to support monetarily as well, that's appreciative. You can hit that support tab um, wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can donate to the PayPal. Hopefully, I remember to put Venmo there, but PayPal will be there for sure. Um, and Libera Pay will be there as well. Libera Pay is another way where you can donate to the podcast. So. There's no extra content. Once again, I'm not doing a paywall for extra content. I will have the single track reviews done on here so for free. Um, so once I have another song review uh, or song that I, I, I would want to review, um, I will do so. And you are able to just request any song, any genre, any song and say, listen to the song. Same goes with albums, of course. Uh, request for me to listen to it and I'll share my thoughts. You know, I won't keep that behind the paywall. The Liber Pay, the PayPal, and all the other stuff is simply just you. If you want to support what I do monetarily, it's greatly appreciated. But your support, your listen in general, subscribe, rating of the podcast, wherever you, wherever you can rate it. These are These are things that I really appreciate as well. Until next time, until next episode, you hear from me when you hear from me. Peace out. Rest in peace, the Mets.